With all the issues of our day, it is important to teach children about the true meaning of Easter and about the sacrifice of Jesus. I heard about a Sunday school lesson called Easter Sunday and the Resurrection of Christ. The teacher asked, what did Jesus do on this day? Well, the children in the class were silent. Let me give you a hint, she said. It begins with an R. Homeboy just blurted out without thinking, he recycled. <laughs> Not quite. So today is Palm Sunday, and we are going to be talking about how Jesus is the only worthy sacrifice. This marks the day that Jesus entered Jerusalem for the final week of his earthly life leading up to the crucifixion. There were high expectations from the people awaiting his arrival as he mounted up on a donkey, fulfilling the prophecy that the Messiah would arrive meek and lowly, riding on the back of a donkey. The people cheered him as he rode in and children danced in the streets. They shouted out, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Although he was greeted with great excitement, at the end of the week, the crowds would be calling out to have him crucified. If we understood this from a purely human perspective, we would see a great act of injustice. That this Jesus had done nothing wrong, but he was being executed by people who were merely jealous of him. We know that much more than that was actually happening in the grand scheme of things. Last week we talked about how Jesus was set aside as the perfect sacrifice. He was born in the town of Bethlehem where sheep were raised to be sacrificed to the, at the temple during Passover. The sheep had to be free of any blemishes, perfect and acceptable to God. During Jesus' final week, he made a stop at the temple. When he arrived, he came upon a scene that infuriated him. The high priests and the merchants had taken advantage of a law that they were allowed to buy and sell temple sacrifices inside of the temple area. They had literally set up a marketplace on the west wall of the temple where merchants competed for business. So I want you to imagine the scene. Imagine walking into a Monday Thursday service and as you're walking through the entryway of the church, you have people with these booths set up on either side of you inside of the church shouting at you to buy either Easter eggs or crosses or maybe incense. And then not only are they shouting at you, they then start shouting back and forth at each other trying to prove that their product is better than the others and that they are more worthy to have your business than the other guy. That would kind of ruin the whole mood of Maundy Thursday, wouldn't it? That's the type of environment Jesus saw, and it was absolute chaos. It was not at all focused on honoring God, and the priests were in on it too. So Jesus made a whip and started chasing the people. Could you imagine having Jesus chasing after you with a whip? That would scare me. He then started driving off animals and flipping over tables. He told them that they had turned his father's house into a den of thieves and robbers, that they had turned it into a marketplace. The priests 
were enraged. They wanted to kill Jesus now. All of the sacrifices were gone, but one sacrifice remained. The only sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice. Jesus was the last one standing in the temple. Instead of accepting this, the Jews questioned his authority, asking him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all of this? Jesus answered, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. The priests, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees rejected the authority of Jesus. Consequently, they did not recognize that Jesus was the perfect sacrifice, the very one who could atone for their sins. Later on, the Jews handed Jesus over to Pontius Pilate. They no longer wanted to deal with Jesus. They would allow Pilate to be the judge and to investigate the accusations they were bringing against him. The scene reminds me of a man by the name of Martin Dawson. When Martin was only 11 years old, he decided to join a gang. Just a few short years after he made this decision, he became an accessory to murder and found himself in prison. His sentence, 26 years to life. But his mother convinced him to start reading his Bible, and he became a Christian. He gave his life to Christ. But then he had to make a very difficult decision. He had to choose whether he was going to continue to follow Christ or if he was going to go back to his gang. Well, fortunately for him, there was a couple of gang members who were incarcerated along with him at the same prison. So he gathered them together and he let them know about his decision to follow Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Now, doing such a thing could result in the gang turning on you and ultimately killing you. But they actually respected Martin's decision to follow Jesus Christ, but they had only one caveat in their acceptance of his newfound faith. That caveat was that they would only continue to respect his faith so long as he walked consistently with what he was preaching. If he failed to do so, then they would kill him. So Martin, as you can imagine, walked a very narrow road. He actually got out of prison four years early, and then he eventually started to go back to this prison to minister to the same people inside of the prison uh, that, that he knew before, and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. When Jesus went before Pontius Pilate, the deck should have been stacked against him. The Jews were throwing out all sorts of accusations against him, but Pontius Pilate saw them as just mindless contradictions. So Pilate questioned Jesus himself to get to the bottom of what the Jews were accusing him of. This is what happened in John chapter 19, verses 4 through 6, as Pilate, after Pilate, questioned Jesus. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered there, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, 
You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. God's will could not be diverted. Jesus was sent to be the sacrificial lamb, to satisfy God's wrath, and to bring forgiveness upon mankind. The author of Hebrews wrote, When Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings you were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. I would like to thank you for joining me for today's message. Again, my name is Bill Sang from Faith Presbyterian Church. You can join us on Sunday mornings at 1030 in the morning for our regular church service. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.